You're listening to the Marketing to Millions podcast, the only show to give you real raw behind the scenes tools and marketing strategies to create a thriving online coaching business. I'm your host, Liz Bohr, a girl who traded in her corporate climbing career to help ambitious thought leaders create a bigger impact using effective and intentional digital marketing strategies. Thanks for listening in. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's dive into today's show. Truth-telling time. When I wanted to build my first digital course, I had no idea where to start. I also had no idea what info I needed or how to teach my approach. I had a lot of ideas, but not a proven blueprint to help me get started. I know there were so many ways to deliver content and teach but I had no clue the best way to get my expertise into the hands of many. But then came along my digital course business mentor, Amy Porterfield, and I felt relieved knowing she had all of the answers. I didn't have to waste time trying to source the best course portals, what tools to use, how to pick my course topic, how to name my course, or how to pick the best course delivery method. I started with a quiz that Amy provided to help me know what course building action steps I needed to take based on my goals, my audience, and business level. I thought I might share it with you just in case you've been dreaming of building a digital course. Since you are tuning into this episode, I have a hunch that you are interested in starting your own digital course but you need a roadmap to get you out of your head and into action. So take this quiz. It's free, it's so quick, it will give you amazing results. When you're done, shoot me a DM and let me know what result you get. lizboer.com forward slash Amy. That's L-I-Z-B-O-E-R forward slash A-M-Y. I can't wait to cheer you on. On to the show. As I was beginning to outline the topic and content for this episode, I started to think about my experience with online courses, what they have done for me, my clients, and my one-on-one coaching students. When I asked my students and clients about what their experience with online courses has been, their responses had to do with three overarching themes. One was freedom. The second was consistent, scalable revenue. The third, empowering friends. Surprisingly, none of them talked about building authority in their niche, that courses were a great way to prove their worth, help them to charge more, or to get a fancy title like CEO, boss babe, or entrepreneur. Even though we all know one of the fastest and most impactful ways to get your knowledge out of your head and into the hands of many at the same time, to make a bigger impact and income is to turn your expertise into a lead generation, money-making, machine, impact-producing online course. And even though all that is true, it wasn't their biggest reason for loving an online course. For them, an online course has given them the freedom to pursue their passions, freedom to take time away from their work to unplug and spend time with their families, to create generational wealth, ditch a nine to five they hate, never have to worry about finding a job that values family life or maternity leave, having the security to retire early or retire a spouse, 
or develop a deep relationship with people all across the world, doing amazing things, helping each other along the way. Heck yeah! These are the reasons I love online courses so much. They provide so much more than the hashtag work from anywhere lifestyle. Maybe these are some of the values you dream about for your own life. And maybe it's why you hit play on this episode. The cool part is everything I just shared is only scratching the surface of the possibilities an online course, coaching program, or membership site offers. So if that kind of lifestyle interests you, friend, an online course or coaching program might be right for you. And after helping numerous entrepreneurs reach the six and seven figure income levels with their online courses and programs, I've seen what it takes to create an irresistible offer, which is one of the many reasons I started Scale Up, my intimate coaching and curriculum container to help people just like you promote and scale their online offers with reoccurring revenue. I started learning all about online courses from my girl, Amy Porterfield, so you might be hearing some of her secrets inside of this episode to creating profitable courses too. As we jump in, please, please keep in mind, I'm going to share the first two phases I teach of Scale Up to my students and 10 of the essential steps to create an irresistible offer. But this is honestly only the 30,000 foot bird's eye, like high level view. Think of this more like a checklist or a beginner's guide to getting started of the major milestones that you will be checking off as you begin your journey creating your online course. The very first phase I walk my scale up students through and the very first step that you will want to take is to prepare and plan. One of the first things that we're going to do is set your dates. There is something really magical that happens when the date gets added to the calendar. It's like planning a dream vacation. Your heart starts pumping, you get all excited, looking forward to the date on the calendar. You start maybe checking off boxes as you get closer and closer. Then the same thing goes for your online course. I find that setting the date helps you to outline your task list and take action-oriented steps towards your door's open date. And that is the key to moving forward with confidence and ease. After deciding when your launch date will be, the next step is to do some reverse engineering. You're gonna work backwards from that date that you just set on the calendar with some other major essential dates. The pre-launch campaign to boost your sales I walked through in episode 29 will give you the rest of the important dates you need to set on your calendar, like when your pre-launch phase starts, when to start talking about your offer, how to plan for a webinar, and the easiest ways to map out your dates for your 10-day course launch experience. Now that you have your states all set, it's time to pick your course topic. When thinking about your topic, Remember, this course isn't going to be a brain dump of everything you have ever learned in your entire life about your industry or niche. You don't need to pour years worth of learnings into it. In doing some research, I found these qualifiers for picking your topic very helpful. In short, your topic should be about something you love, something you are good at and have experience in. 
Now, I might go one step further and add, your topic can be centered around a pain or struggle you once had that you found a better way to overcome it. Here's an example. Are you a mom who has created a system for balancing life, work, and family? Maybe your topic is centered around productivity hacks and scaling systems on a part-time schedule, like my client Holly has. Maybe you love fitness, so you create a course around healthy meals. Maybe you ditched your 9 to 5 and you want to help other people have the confidence and security to take the same leap. If you are currently in a 9 to 5, the experience someone else is paying you right now is the very thing you could create a course around. Take some time to sit down and map out your daily tasks. I bet my hunch is, after you go through the rest of these steps I'm going to share with you, you will see how you could create a course based on the same tasks and systems you are already using to succeed in your day job. Now that you know what your course will be about, let's go find some people that are perfect buyers for your topic. Don't make the mistake of creating your course in a bubble before validating your idea. Success doesn't exist in a vacuum. Start studying other people that are having successes with similar offers and understand how they are messaging their offers to your perfect buyer. I love this exercise because it helps you to build confidence in your decision. Inside of a scale-up squad, you learn the easiest study secrets and questions to ask that often lead to pre-selling your offer. But essentially, when you go through this exercise and find people that are your perfect buyers for your topic, you are essentially validating that other people are talking about your topic You are looking for gaps or missing pieces that you could offer that they might not be. And you are taking note of questions people are asking specifically around your topic. Okay, so to recap, you have put your dates on the calendar, you've picked your perfect topic, and you have validated your idea. Now it is time for the next pivotal step in creating your irresistible course offer. This is one that a lot of people skip, so mark this timestamp in your notes because once you nail this step, you will also be able to nail your marketing content and sell your course way easier. Develop your course promise. A course promise is the ultimate outcome you are promising to those who enroll in your course or program. When you think about your course promise, I challenge you to push past the easy stuff. The easy scale-up squad course promise would be something like ditching, muddling through live launches, or get a proven path to an effective evergreen system. But honestly, that's the promise that makes people shop around. When you think about your course promise, go deeper. Think about what skills will they need to be demonstrating at the end, What knowledge will they have obtained by taking your course or program? What feelings will they have moved away from or feelings they are moving towards? Instead of just saying Scale-Up Squad is an accelerator program to streamline and scale your digital course business, boring and vague, what if instead I said Scale-Up Squad is a group coaching and curriculum container that teaches you simple step-by-step system to grow and scale 
an irresistible offer without live launching every single time. Did I just make you want to apply? Having a crystal clear course promise also ensures that only the right students are joining your program, which means higher completion rates, win, satisfaction rates, win, and lower refund requests. Win, 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 if you ask me. A big part is up next. Are you ready? This is the part where most people grab their popcorn and flip on Netflix instead of working on their program. Believe me, I have had more than my fair share of procrastination flavor. The things that could change my life in the biggest ways are always the ones I procrastinate the most. Eek, okay, I'm going to catch myself here and reframe that sentence because I am ditching that old limiting belief. Instead, I'm going to say I am a person who does hard things even when it is out of my comfort zone. My offers are changing lives for the better and people love this. Now I feel like I could get off my butt, turn off the TV, and make stuff happen. Okay, getting back to it, let's start crafting your desirable course content. Now, we aren't going to get into all the ins and outs of crafting your content because we would be here for hours. And that is not the podcast you hit play on today. But it is important to note that as you start working on your content, note that it is always a good idea to prune your content before you sell it. A lot of people make the mistake of dumping everything they've ever learned about a topic into their course, and in turn, instead of helping your students with all of the information, you end up overwhelming them. You can start by adding the core pieces of content you think should be included, but be sure to go back through your course a few times before you offer it for sale, and ask yourself if every lesson is moving your student closer to the desired outcome you promised. If the answer is no, go ahead and cut that lesson, the worksheet, or module out. Here's a pro tip I learned from Amy Porterfield. Structure the lesson plans that go together into the same modules. Then order them in logical manner to help your student flow seamlessly between the lessons in each module. So for example, put the first lesson that they need to go through at the very top of the module and in sequential order, followed by lesson number two, lesson number three, lesson number four, and so on, until we get to the end. I like to finish each module with a quick achievement checklist so that the students can self-validate and feel confident moving on to the next lesson, knowing they have completed everything they needed to successfully before moving on. Once your content is nearly outlined, you will need to pick your delivery method. Another decision time here. Most people use a combination of video, reading content, digital files like downloadable worksheets, PDF guides or swipe files, and audio presentation slides. Other content delivery options you could consider might be community learning pods, Q&A sessions inside of a virtual group, or a one-on-one coaching hot seat for accountability and feedback. Think about it this way. How do you like to consume content? It is probably a combination of a few of these. You don't have to do them all when you are first starting out, 
Pick between two to three to start with and build from there. Giving people variations of learning environments helps to create a more engaged and optimal experience. You can find some easy and low-cost tools in episode 31, lizbor.com forward slash episode 31, to help you create, record, and upload your content into your student portal. Now, for those who might be more advanced, or you are wanting to sell your program before you are completely done, it is okay to pre-sell your course and enroll students into your program before all of your lessons are complete. This is especially useful if you drip your content, kind of like TV cable style, out to your students over a period of weeks or months. They have to wait until a period of time has passed or they complete a certain milestone to move on to the next lesson. This gives you the ability to generate revenue from your course while you are still completing it. I just recommend having your student portal design and the first few lessons complete before pre-selling. That can be a bit more of an advanced strategy, so save that one for later if it felt overwhelming. Now, as we get close to wrapping up this episode, let's talk pricing and selling. Marketing is a huge part of creating an irresistible offer, which is why it is a dedicated phase of Scale Up Squad. Before you create magnetic marketing, it is important to think about how this offer plays a role in your overall business model. Your pricing should reflect the role it plays. Let's think about this. If this is your primary signature offer, where you will be spending all of your time, then it needs to be priced the highest. If it is a passive income stream that leads to your signature offer, and the goal is to get as many people into this passive income stream, passive offer, then it is priced at a mid to low level range so that you can have as many people going through it and then maybe you lead them to your signature offer. Or is it going to start as a free offer that attracts your perfect buyer and funnel people to your larger product or service? Once you determine what role this offer will play, everything else kind of falls into line. This also makes crafting the marketing and content strategy for your offer a lot easier because you then know exactly where you need to send people to funnel them into your offer. It won't always be directly to your sales page. Sometimes your offer might be a high ticket backend offer that you first have people enter into your funnel through a lead magnet, webinar, or other low-cost offer before inviting them into your higher ticket program. If you are stuck knowing how to price your offer, think about the value your course promise has. The bigger the transformation, the bigger the price tag. Here's the tip. Have your price point end in a seven or a nine. Psychologically, we take action a lot faster on numbers ending in a seven or a nine. Don't believe me? Why do you think Apple sells iMac computers for $1,999 instead of $2,000 or an Apple Watch for $2,97 rather than $3,000? Test it out and see for yourself. 
Once you are ready to sell, here are some places to consider adding your sales page links to. Your website, the confirmation page on your lead magnet, inside of your email sequences, plug on your podcast, speaking gigs, or when it makes sense in front of other people's audiences. Your course is ready to go. Congratulations. Now it is time to promote, promote, promote. Just because you created your course doesn't mean people will know about it. If you want to make it irresistible, which I know you probably do, you'll need a plan to launch it and magnetic marketing to make it irresistible. Think about how you will launch your offer. Will you use a webinar? Can you partner up with affiliates or other influencers? Will you run paid advertising? This is my favorite part and why my entire business focuses on the launching and promoting of your offers. I love creating launch strategies, designing the automated funnels to consistently sell offers, and crafting content that attracts buyers, not free fans. There are a lot of important emails and marketing content involved in making your launch successful. From your webinar invite emails to open cart emails to your sales page, all the way to the new customer onboarding emails. It's important that you understand the why behind each one and how you want your ideal customer to feel when they are reading them. This is your chance to let your personality shine through and speak to your perfect buyers in their exact language. Hint, hint, this is where the study and market research that we talked about earlier comes into play. I'm not going to get into exactly how to do this here, but know that I am here for you, friend, and I can support you in this phase in a few ways when you are ready. Once you have sales rolling in, Don't forget to have a place to track and record your leads and sales. Record what is working and what is not. This is an important step to scalability. If you don't know what worked and what didn't, how are you ever going to know what to focus on for growth or what to ditch so that you won't waste money? Okay, that was a 30,000-foot view of the major steps to create a profitable, irresistible online course. But before I let you go, let's recap all of those steps really quick. Number one, set your dates. Number two, pick the perfect topic. Number three, validate your idea. Number four, Develop your course promise. Number five, craft your desirable course content. Six, pick your delivery method. Number seven, record and upload your content. Eight, price to sell. Nine, launch and your magnetic marketing plan. And number 10, measure to scale. Hopefully, these 10 steps give you a good idea of what to expect as you begin your online course creation journey and you begin marketing your first or next online course. My advice, take this list, pin it on your wall, 
and start taking action-oriented steps towards making your course dreams happen. I love you, your family. I'm here for you. I will be here next week, same day, same place with a special guest. Bye for now. Hey there. What did you think of that episode? If you enjoyed it, here are a few free ways to help support the show. First, you can hit the follow button so you never miss a new episode or any bonus episodes that I create for timely advice. Secondly, if you screenshot the episode you're listening to and tag me on Instagram at lizbor underscore com, you'll be entered to win a special prize. And the prizes are really good. And lastly, reviews are one of the best ways to provide social proof to others that this show is worth a listen. Plus, it gives me an idea of the content that is most helpful to you. Feel free to include your podcast or Instagram name. I'll give you a shout out during a future episode for more exposure to you and your brand. A huge, huge thank you in advance.